Good Monday morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1T in 5 for the weekend. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. We start with the story that dominated the weekend. A group of Pac-12 football student-athletes from multiple programs have organized to sit out preseason workouts and games until they obtain a written contract with the Pac-12 that legally ensures they are offered the following protections and benefits. In the piece released Sunday, titled Hashtag We Are United through the Players' Tribune, the protections and benefits requested include safe play through the pandemic, fair compensation, fighting for racial injustice, long-term health coverage, and more. Multiple sources have reported the group has not reached out to the conference or to individual member institutions. One Washington State football student-athlete who is connected to the movement has opted out for the 2020 season due to health concerns, with initial reports indicating he had been kicked off of the Washington State football team as a result of his stance. The San Jose Mercury Times' John Wilner reports the Cougars held a team meeting last night, and everyone else is expected to report for team activities tomorrow. The Athletic explores how the movement came to be with a jumping off point of Cal offensive lineman Jay Curran reading predictions in late June by an Illinois computer science professor who indicated some football student-athletes would die due to the infection due to playing this season. Curran saying, quote, Over the course of a month, as those players looped in their own teammates, an informal network expanded to a group me chat that now includes more than 400 players. From an anonymous Pac-12 administrator, quote, If you polled 1,000 Pac-12 athletes and asked them if they want all these things in a vacuum, I'm sure it would be nearly unanimous. Ask most of them if they're willing to sit out and not compete to try to achieve these things, it will be almost unanimous the other way. Point is, of course, they can agree conceptually, but sometimes this is portrayed as though we force kids to play sports so we can generate revenue. It's ridiculous. They love to play. Overall, they really do want to play, and the overwhelming majority of student-athletes feel like their programs take exceptional care of them. It just doesn't fit the narrative some want to push. The Athletics' Andy Staples runs through each item on the group's list of demands and notes that a number shouldn't be a problem, such as health and safety protections, medical expense coverage, and specific racial injustice initiatives, while others, like calling for administrators to take drastic pay cuts, using endowment funds to keep sport programs running, and calling for 50% of each sport's total conference revenue to be distributed evenly among athletes in their respective sport, complete non-starters, or downright impossible. Saturday, the Washington Post leaked what was supposed to be a confidential conversation between SEC officials, medical advisors, and a handful of football student-athletes covering the health and safety of return to play. From a league official during the call, quote, There are going to be outbreaks. We're going to have positive cases on every single team in the SEC. That's a given, and we can't prevent it. A student-athlete questioned, quote, For so much unknown in the air right now, is it worth having a football season without certainty? To which Commissioner Greg Sankey responded, quote, Part of our work is to bring as much certainty in the midst of this really strange time as we can so you can play football in the most healthy way possible, with the understanding there aren't any guarantees in life. Ole Miss linebacker Momo Sonogo expressed concern about safety once regular students return to campus. After the Washington Post story dropped, Greg Sankey took to Twitter with an official statement, plus, quote, while no tweet or, quote, fully captures every aspect of any meeting, the student-athletes participating on Wednesday's Football Leadership Council video conference concluded with this comment. Thank you. We appreciate the information, and we hope we can do this again. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty reports Power 5 leaders have had preliminary discussions about how to execute fall championships if the NCAA ends up canceling its normal slate of fall postseason events. Forty saying, quote, This could be seen as a first step toward a long-theorized breakaway from the NCAA by 65 schools that play college sports at the highest level. Many administrators chiming in on the topic with one athletic director saying if he were President Mark Emmert, he would be worried. 
with another saying that this is representative of the poor relationship between the NCAA national office and conferences. Further, CBS's Dennis Dodd reports sources confirmed to CBS that the Power 5 conferences had the financing necessary to stage those championships on their own. The NCAA board has options Tuesday. They could do nothing. They could delay a vote. They could separate Division 2 and Division 3, canceling those championships while allowing Division 1 fall sports to proceed. The NCAA must choose wisely. Its choice may determine its stability. Big 12 athletic directors are still deciding between a complete 12-game season or a 10-game schedule that would include one non-conference opponent. On the 10-game scenario, it's likely that the non-conference kick would take place before league competition begins. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott on if the league's football schedule structure for this season could have a long-term impact, quote, I do know our schools really like playing each other, and I know they like tougher rather than easier schedules, so I imagine it will get some consideration. USC Athletic Director Mike Bone informs Trojan supporters that the football matchups on September 26th at UCLA will likely move to later in the season due to the health situation in and around Los Angeles and the state of California. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Monday morning, August 3rd. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.